Here's the thing. Our service is still off limits to me. Under the circumstances, your privileges are reinstated immediately. What do you need? Guns. Lots of guns. I'll, I'll stay we, back here then. Yeah, no, just, you know, be cool. Sure. Keep we don't it, have to get excited. Keep it together is keep what it, I'm saying. Keep you it need together. To get, you need to get a little closer. Everyone's got to keep up. their composure. Warming it up. Yeah, I'll yeah. Welcome. Hey, everybody. We are we are on the road. So This, this is the mobile unit. Yep. Of how have you not seen this? Mm-hmm. It's like the people who actually go to the Olympics and report. Like, I'm here watching the ski jump. <laughs> yep. From the 30s with the Morse code. The, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And with us, we have our esteemed colleague, uh, Price Manford. I don't know who that is. Joining us from uh, joining us in live in person in, in, in our studio that we have made. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and hello, say hello. Hi. There he is. There he is. That's it's all. Me. That's all we're really going to get from him today. Yes. So we can. <laughs> anyway, leave. Anyway, back, back to the episode. Yeah. Back to, back to our discussion. The meager no. talent payment only accounted for me being here for thirty seconds. Yeah. So that's basically he all you had. A writer you get that paid? was ridiculous. <laughs> I don't get anything. No, you don't. No. No. Uh, so you, for those of you who don't know, this is a podcast about a husband and wife and brother, uh, occasionally, who. Um, show each other movies that the others hadn't seen before and then we talk about it and um so we thought it would be a great idea we were going to do like mini-sodes but then we decided we would just make this one chunk of a would make this one episode mainly because uh the two movies really kind of flow together very much like the godfather one and two there it is flow together ding check (laughs) all those bingo cards kids uh so um, we invited Price because we had not seen John Wick 3, and he had, and he was horrified that we had not, as were we. And I had not seen John Wick 2, so we have kind of this ripple. I finally saw John Wick 2, which Daniel had already seen, as had Price. Daniel and I had not seen John Wick 3. Price had. So this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're doing a two and three together. And frankly, I think you should watch them together. A, a John Wick extravaganza. It's a John. What? I'm going to make you go sit in the other room. What? Already? We're like four minutes in and I'm just bringing the heat. John Wick extravaganza. I would have gone and it's the John, John Wikipedia oh, session. A John Wick explosion on John Wikipedia. This is why you're not in advertising. No, I'm not. I would not be good. I am, and that was pretty bad for me, too. So. <laughs> I am, and I don't think I have a feature. The top, <laughs> the top talent in the country always goes to advertising, so <laughs> you really made it. So, okay, uh, let's get, who wants to do a, a brief, do we want to do a brief recap of two first, and then? Yeah, let's let's do that. Um, we'll, I'll, I'll give us like a super quick rundown yeah, on Wikipedia. Yeah, give us a rundown, and I'll, um, because yeah, we're going to be using the wiki yeah, quite a bit. Quite a bit. Um, so as you know, Tracy and I watched watched John Wick a couple months ago because Tracy had not seen it before, and as we discussed in that episode, the reason she had not seen it was because a dog is hurt toward a the beginning. Puppy, a puppy is, is hurt, killed. She and I knew what was going to happen. I explained everything to her, and then still, while she was watching, she gave me quite a few stink eyes. But we we powered through and we survived. So John Wick. His wife dies. He get, she sends him a puppy from heaven, and then gangsters t- kill his puppy and take his car, and he just goes on a rampage. The end. John Wick Two, uh, Chapter Two, uh, came out a few years later because they were like, "Hey, that first m- movie made like a lot of money and was super popular." Uh, basically, he gets his car back and then goes <laughs> on 
there's like a the relatives of the guy he killed in one try to come after him. No. Right? Peter Stormare. No, okay, so here's what I love. First of all, Peter Stormare or Stormare, I don't know how you pronounce his name. No one does. He is one of my top three favorite villains of all time. Like everything he does. Because he does it first of all, he does it in this voice like this. And everything sounds very menacing, but also a little bit funny. And mm-hmm. he says, he killed my nephew. He killed my brother. He killed 12 of my best men over a car and a puppy. That was amazing. That was pretty good. That's like he was here. It's like he was in the office. Yeah. He's here today. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Peter. He did this for free. And then, then they make peace. Yeah, so I figured out what happened was uh, John, to, to get to retire basically had to do what was called a quote impossible task which which led him to retire and marry helen who's now dead and sent them a puppy from heaven he had to ask for help from crime lord santino d'antonio aka the worst bond villain i've ever and he seen swore a blood oath and then this dude shows back up to call in the marker and demand services from john uh who says no i'm retired and then this guy being a crime lord is not really down for nuanced conversation so they attack john's home uh, they blow it the they fuck blow up. it up yeah they blow it up but the dog lives the dog lives this time I think one thing we're gonna see as a common thread to John Wick 2 and 3 is that they knew the death of the dog was so upsetting that they take extra care of the dogs in 2 and 3 yeah. and so that you know the dogs yeah. are gonna be fine to the point where the dogs even become like some of the heroes in 3 um, as well as a horse yeah so anyway this guy tries to kill John and then John's like well I'm not gonna put up with that because I'm John Wick so they wind up fighting yada 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 uh, it it winds up, I'm doing a very short... I don't even know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, toward the end, though, basically, to John Wick winds up killing the guy on the grounds of the Continental, the hotel for criminals where uh, assassination and wet work and stuff is is prohibited. You can't kill anybody in the hotel. It's like a safe haven. Um, but John uh, kills Santino in the hotel, violating the rules. So he clears everything out, but... Winds up breaking the rules. What? We're cooking. I, we're, I guess. I mean, I feel like you're... That's totally accurate. Okay, well, first of all, Santino wanted a seat at the high table. And the high mm-hmm. table runs all these assassins. And apparently, and I was not aware of this, and I don't know if Price was aware of this, but basically one out of every three people in New York is an assassin. They're all assassins. Um, <laughs> it is kind of like being on the subway. Price, They're all assassins. Price might be an assassin, and yeah. we don't. Actually, though, I could see Sally. Sally would be a really good assassin. That's Price's she's wife. She's in like super good shape. Yes. She'd just be like, and she'd be on soul she's, cycle. She's foreign. She does kind of fit oh, into the whole like foreign. assassin she'd world. She'd soul cycle mm-hmm. and like yeah. s- mm-hmm. and like murder someone and they wouldn't even know and they just kind of slump over their bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she's, <foreign. laughs> she's got passports. Yeah. She knows how to speak other languages. This is what I'm saying. She knows Euros. We've I mean, discovered... it's not, it's, you could be in danger, man. We've discovered it. I'm worried for you. Um, no, uh, he wanted to see at the high table. The yeah. high table comes up all the time. His dad willed it to his sister. So what he wants is for John to kill mm-hmm. his sister, Gianna. Gianna. And Gianna's like, fuck that. I'm going out on my own and slices her wrists. And John shoots her in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Santino, being the punk ass bitch that he is, yeah. is like, oh, I have to... Um, my sister and uh, someone killed her, so I put a bounty on John Wick's head. And I'm like, you fucking asked him to. And that's one thing that really bugged me is John never said, I had a marker to mm-hmm. kill her. Like, why am I being chased by these people when I did what I was supposed to do? Right. Um, but he did kill a member of the high table, and that's not 
you know, kosher. It's not okay. Um, and then you can't kill a made man. Basically, they know? said um, they always they say all the time. Ian McShane says it all the time. Um, that the two rules are no um, bloodshed, no no work mm-hmm. at the Continental, and markers are always honored, always. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be, in two and three, uh, a big thing that people really don't like. And I'm like, then don't fucking enter into a marker. Like, what yeah, are you doing? Exactly. Mm. So... So that's a, that's a very good point. Uh, toward the end, though, uh, John Wick chases Santino back to the Continental, kills him on the grounds of the Continental to clear that up. But because he has to follow the rules, Ian McShane, who plays Winston, the guy that runs the New York Continental, says, I've got to declare you excommunicado. Excommunicado. Like, you've got to be kicked out because you violated the rules of the Continental. And without rules, it's dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. It's anarchy in the streets. So without rules, we are nothing but animals. Yeah. So he uh, he get because he likes John, he gives him a break and says instead of being excommunicado instantly, in which case you'd be really screwed. I'm going to give you an hour head start. Mm-hmm. Nobody and can touch you for an hour. Nobody. Yeah. Like if you know, but in an hour, I'm going to the excommunicado goes into effect and you're hosed. And so he he runs off and two ends on a cliffhanger. And in that moment is when John Wick three picks up. Like with him running down the street with his dog, still injured from the fights at the end of two, yep. trying to like escape yep. because he's been declared excommunicado and he's stranded in the middle of New York with apparently a lot of assassins. And we'll talk about this probably more, more too. No policemen work? There are no policemen No policemen anywhere. work in New York anymore? Yeah. There's only one cop in all of the John Wick universe and it's Jimmy. The nice Jimmy in John Wick 1. He shows yeah. up in 1 and You're 2. In yeah. Uh-huh. Not in 3. He's like, yeah, he's like, hey, John. <laughs> like, yeah, he shows up at John Wick's house toward the beginning of 1, I remember. And like, you think, oh, the cops are here. <laughs> yeah. But it's John's friend. He's like, hey, okay, I'll just yeah. have a good night. And yeah, he's, the cleaners are yeah, there. He's the only cop that the works. Yeah. So I guess he told all the other cops, listen, if you see John Wick, just turn around because shit's going to get hairy. Yeah. Like, just let him alone. Like, these guys... Or you get used to hearing, John Wick. John Wick. Jonathan. People Jonathan. are stabbed on the street, and they fall over, and no one says anything. No one screams or stops walking. No one even steps around it. Is that, just, that's just New lot, York, yeah, though. Living really. in New York, that's very accurate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't... Between that and the uh, the real estate prices, I want to move there. It sounds yeah. amazing. Um, and now, I, now that the, all the homeless people are actually armed... Because uh, they're assassins. New York has really turned up uh, turned up the heat. Yeah. yeah. I Who knew that uh, Jason Mansukas uh, carried a gun yeah. and was homeless? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So anyway, John Wick 3, Parabellum, uh, is... Uh, from is basically a chase movie because John Wick is excommunicado for most of it and is pursued by assassins who are trying to collect the bounty on his head of like 14 and then 15 million. 15 million. And so John Wick sets out to talk to the people that run the high table, the guy that runs the high table, and say, what can I do to like basically get amnesty and explain my situation and how can I square accounts and then figure out what he has to do and, and fight his way through all those guys to to get things fixed. So... I think Tracy brought this up last night because she just finished watching two yesterday afternoon. And then we watched three together last night. Two and three really feel like two halves of the same story, like two parts of one, one big movie. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I think, yeah, like you said, one is, one could be a standalone, just like, oh, I just saw John Wick and that was fine. And then someone would be like, did you know that there's two, three, and fours coming in May of 2021? And you'd be like, what the what? Mm-hmm. Um, because they realized oh shit, this ended up being a huge, huge success. And now he has this cute dog. And can we talk about uh, Lance Reddick and the fact that he loves the dog and it's just like, 
it would be an honor to take care of your dog. He's very, yeah. he's a very At the dog. end of two, when he gets his dog back, he's like, he was a good boy. I enjoyed his company. He like, was a good boy. boy. And, then, when he, the and then in three, when he sends his dog to the Continental and Lance Reddick just opens the door and he just smiles and he's like, come on. And the yeah. dog's like, hey, come on. And then when Winston is in the in the, the room that like is like a big safe and the bed, the dog's just sitting on the couch next to him like, I'm sleepies. I don't know what's going on. I don't care. I'm yeah. just happy. Yeah. It's great. What's going on, you guys? Yeah, it's a good dog. Um, but yeah, like it, I, uh, so when do you like talk about like reactions or something? What did you think of two, first of all? Because that was your first time seeing two yesterday. Um, what did I think of two? I thought two was, uh, I really, really liked it. Um, I, I really, really liked it. With the exception of, I thought I really did think that Santino was was well. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to say poorly written because it really could just be that's just part of what that what the movie was. But he really, as somebody who was raised as Price was as well, raised on all of the Bond movies, he was just a really bad Bond villain. It, even to the part where they are in the museum and it's the whole mirrors thing, I was like. This is the man with the golden gun, which is my favorite. Bond. Which is I know, which is Price's oh, favorite Bond, man with the golden gun. I could sing the song right now if you want me Do to, it. but I won't. Go, go. No, no, just no. sing the first few bars. Um, no, oh. uh, it's pretty, it's pretty tacky. He has a Um, anyway, I thought he was very... And then at the end when he's like, duck fat makes all the difference. You could eat here a different meal every day. I was like, shut the fuck up. Just somebody fucking plug this guy. I can't handle That's it. That's what makes it so satisfying. Yeah. I know. Oh, he yeah. Was when just, he finally dies, you're like, oh my God, that was worth it. I, found it, just, I, I thought he was pretty shrewd. He, ha- he had John Wick over a barrel. Yeah. He and did. He, 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 had the, he was playing the long game and he goes, I'm going to need this guy yeah, I, at I just, some point. I thought mm-hmm. that he played it and I think maybe this is what what they wanted. He he like overplayed this just fucking asshole, yeah. rich prick fuck. And then you've got Ruby Rose who, is she deaf or she just doesn't? She's t- deaf. She's actually deaf. Oh, I mean she's deaf. No, I know she's character. not actually deaf, but her character is actually deaf. deaf. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that was a really interesting choice as like a bodyguard. And of course she's so gorgeous. And if you haven't seen her in, um, Orange is the New Black, I highly recommend it. Um, another character shows up by the way in three from, and who was in Orange is the New Black. Um, but that's, we'll get, we'll get to that later. Um, but she was really good and an interesting choice. And for those of you who haven't seen, she is the new Batwoman and she's gay and it's really fucking rad that the CW is like, hell yeah, we're going to have gay Batwoman. And I love that. And I was like, because like her girlfriend gets killed and she's like decides to go out for revenge. And hell mm-hmm. yeah, let's just let's do this. Yeah. Um, um, two. What else happened in two that I liked? Well, so two was two was satisfying for a couple of reasons I found. Mm-hmm. It seems to be forgotten. But when you rewatch it, you realize how many awesome moments there are. Yes. Tons. Uh, and I think. It did two things that you've touched on already that were very satisfying in world building. Uh, the markers, which yes. obviously plays, you said it exactly right. There's kind of two main rules in the Wick universe. 
and it's no business on continental grounds, which they established in the first movie, mm -hmm. but this one actually shows you what happens if you do. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the second one being uh, the markers and the fact that even John Wick has to abide by the markers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I thought both those pieces, it did a good world building that I thought when we eventually talk about three, I thought three went maybe a little haywire in the world mm -hmm. building and maybe had some scenes that I thought going in I would really like. And then I was like, this kind of is just a, strange waste of time like uh so you <laughs> now know, I want to it, know. It's, yeah. it's you know it's not much different strangely than the way that the matrix went we talked about it on the matrix podcast we're like sure. the second one you're like oh wow like all these world building i, I check i'm into it and then it mm -hmm. goes way world build the yeah. third one you're like this oh no we I'm... went too far like come back yeah this is what <laughs> i'm saying and we we sorry no i was, I, was I, I agree with that go ahead no i was gonna say uh you know price as we've talked about price and i were um, not in any normal or healthy way obsessed with um, The Matrix uh, Reloaded and then um, Revolutions. came out Revolutions. Yeah. Um, I fucking loved having Lawrence motherfucking Fishburne show up and basically play a scenery-chewing, crazy-ass <laughs> yeah. Morpheus. Yeah. He, goes, he was he, like, he goes well, nuts. fuck it, I'm just going to be Morpheus, but fucking but crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, if a homeless guy thought he was Morpheus, that's it how was it's played. It was amazing. Yeah. It was a great He's in like two guy. scenes in two, he was but like, he just like, <laughs> yeah, he shows up and he's like, get this man a gun. You're like, Somebody oh. get yeah. this man You're like, a gun. I'm like, okay. Well, I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, so like, they... You took like a day or two to shoot your stuff. You're like hanging out with your friend Keanu Reeves. It's it's bananas. You you're get playing, to play with birds. You're playing a homeless man who runs a, a syndicate of uh, homeless people and pigeons who control the information in New York City. You're Which was a, so cool. You're by having the way. a blast. You're having it was a blast. Such a cool yeah. idea. So he just chews it up and does a. I think he does a great job though. Something I'd. Uh, I think he does a good work even in small roles. I mentioned to Tracy the other day that year, uh, months ago when I was traveling, I saw Predators on HBO when I was stuck in a hotel, and it's a bad movie. But Lawrence Fishburne has a little part in it where he's only in it for like like the middle chunk kind of, and he's great. And he brings the same level of commitment to that that he does to the John Wick universe. Um, so I just think he's he's awesome. I love he seeing is. him show up. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was a big time ad to, awesome. to John Wick too. That's a good point. Totally. That might have been the best ad. To, mm -hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. when, he, when he turns around, I was like, well, shit's going to get real awesome. It's so yeah. unexpected. Real fast. It's so unexpected, yeah. Um, and... Uh, I actually recognized, I was very tickled, I recognized where they were um, because of that beautiful um, art, um, you've seen it, the stained glass um, water tower that's in that's in Brooklyn, in the Bowery. Mm. It's really gorgeous, and I saw it, I was like, I know where they are, I know what's going on. A lot of iconic New York shots in this mm -hmm. one. I Tons. know things. Tons. Yes. And... Um, and it was the same, actually, in Rome, when yeah. they went to mm -hmm. Rome in two to kill... Mm -hmm. um, John, I was yeah. like, oh, so we're just going on a Total. tour. Uh, yeah. So should we get into the, what, you, this is y'all's podcast. What's, what's no, the no, structure no. on we how, we, make it how up. we we, we kind of make it up? And we've never done a combo before where we talk about two movies at once. Um, so we're kind of just winging it. But and we've never had three people. Yeah. So. I mean, for, for all the dedicated You're actually listeners. in charge. Yeah, because man. Because you have, you've seen them and we hadn't. Yeah. Well, I think, well, yeah. We just saw three last night for the first time. But yeah. Got mm -hmm. it. So, mm -hmm. and I have, uh, we'll touch on this later. I do have a John Wick hot toy in my apartment in New York. I've seen and it. I'll explain what that is Ooh. at some point. I've seen it. Uh, for all the dedicated listeners of Have You Not Seen This, which is 
our mom and no we actually have a like cactus there are dozens of us we actually have a number Mm -hmm. and some of them are i'm kind of uh shocked Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so this is my chance to address them then as as the rare guest do Uh, it tracy and dan don't have any notes they haven't written anything down here (laughs) There's no, there's Thank no, you. there's no mixing board. Like I don't know what's happening here, but they, they've pulled this off. They tricked me into thinking that this yeah. is like a professional. Usually podcast. I have notes. I thought we were very clear <laughs> about the lack of professionalism. Don't I usually have notes? You do usually have notes, and so do I. I usually have like 16 pages of. She notes. usually has notes like it's like uh like she has notes the way like Charlie Day finds Pepe Sylvia. Yeah, like he's, yeah. She's like, like beautiful mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like today we're just like let's just watch John Wick and see what happens. Uh, so. It's very <laughs> impressive. You guys keep it so smooth. <laughs> it's not normally like. Like this. Not normally no. like this. It's not normally like uh, this. Okay, so if we're talking two, then all right. So, I felt the speaking of Rome. Uh, one of my favorite moments, and I'm sure we'll do quotes. Is are you are you, are here, you here to, to kill, kill the pope? pope? Yeah. Yes. And he stops yeah. and goes, no, no, and because you're kind of like, oh right, yeah. If this dude that's running the continental Rome mm-hmm. probably has to gut check everyone, being like, hey, are you? Yeah. Are you, are you here to kill the pope? If you're not, go for if it. You are but, cool, like, but I gotta write some stuff down. Yeah. I gotta call I some guys. Call some people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think also it's the fact that it was John Wick. He's like, hang mm-hmm. on, hang on. Are you because he's like the the man, he's the man yeah. which we get we'll get to in three. Which I love. I mean, the fangirling in three cracks me up. Yeah. Um But are you here to kill the pope? That was easily one of my favorite. Yeah. Lines. Yeah, I did like you know you talked about world building a few minutes ago and. I've heard some other other critics. I think Matt Zoller Sites did the same thing about the dangers of world building in three. How it can kind of get a little over the top, but I did think it was cool how they gave you a little more world building in two, uh, with him like getting outfitted with a special suit. One hundred percent. Peter Serafinowicz is the sommelier who gives him. All, That's what I was trying to think up. I was just trying to look him walks up. Walks him through the, the gun stuff, and then like because you know we we're talking about this like these movies feel different because there's not your traditional three act plot. Like it's just a bunch of like big expensive fight scenes strung together and one of the best ones you know that great one and two that shoot out in the caves yeah, the catacombs. Uh, b- below Ooh, the city wee. as he's just esca- so awesome. as he's escaping because that's where he like whips out all those guns that Serafinowicz gave him like lines up with a shotgun and like it's it's and amazing I love when Peter Serafinowicz gets that look on his face dessert yeah just yeah <laughs> Ah, oh, dessert. Yeah. Um, so I love that that he little extra awesome. curly cues. And At like one the point, I yelled, to. "How many people did they send?" Yeah. Like he killed so fucking like, many people. There are in dozens the of corpses below Rome now, just yeah. laid out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he leaves the guns mm-hmm. in his path, so yeah, he, he runs them. to the next mm-hmm. one as he mm-hmm. goes. Yep. Yep. Uh, you're right. The the when he goes, and I still use this. Like I use this around my wife. She has no idea what's happening. When I, <laughs> I'm putting Sally, on, we it, should say, does not know any movies at all. She's on, well, she's we don't an know what to do about it. We're she's like, an Aussie and didn't have the training that we did growing right. up. Uh, she went out and did stuff, which she went out, yeah, that. she went out no. and lived her life and like went to the beach. While Tracy, Dan, and I were like, "Well, we should watch Indiana Jones: Last Crusade for the 38th time, in exactly, case we, yeah. in case we miss something. Catch something new. It's that 38th time that makes a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I frequently use the. Uh, tactical when he's like mm-hmm. what, what are you what kind of are you here for uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. formal or tactical and he's like tactical or whatever he says and of course he ends up you, the suit becomes such a major yeah. part of his Huge. the rest of the movie suit, he yeah. uses it mm-hmm. like he protects he uses himself it in all... three yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. remember when Halle Berry shoots him, shoots him. and he, and he yeah, immediately like does yeah. that yeah. and he's like mm-hmm. nice hi suit. Yeah. nice suit yeah. yeah it's an awesome suit uh, and yeah the, the guns as wine was very 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 cool yep uh and I dug the suit because, like that, like it's already like a heightened reality to say the least that you get in one, and so because of the nature of the the story, you're totally able to go with oh this crazy 
underworld global syndicate of assassins and hotels has the technology to weave a bulletproof very nice evening suit for john wick like when it happens you're not like what you're like that's that's cool good for him that's really gonna help you're like, like well you that just, actually makes you sense. just buy it and go with it for the whole rest of the movie and all of three you're like that's good yeah listen yeah. if you're gonna go with mm-hmm. like i said one out of every three people out in the world is a fucking assassin then okay. you might as well just everywhere go with- like he in three he lands in casablanca you're like he definitely went a long way and he's walking down the market street and like half a dozen guys just clock him and turn and start texting yeah. i'm like you guys are everywhere yeah how does anybody you're skipping you're skipping though he's talking about two sorry i'm just oh saying. no price is no. in charge I'm, I'm not sure you, you actually we should be asking you track because you yeah. haven't seen you hadn't seen two so um, you've gone through initial impressions yeah. uh we can jump to three if you want to or we can talk about two talk mm-hmm. as a whole um i think i think as a whole it was it's hard to talk about just two because like we said, mm-hmm. I really, I find myself and I'm going to say it again. I find myself when I talk about the Godfather, I'll say like, Oh, the Godfather, you know, in this part. And, and it's like, Oh no, wait, that's in two. And I'm like, really, let's just say it's all one because it all blends together so seamlessly. And there's a part in three when, um, or wait, is it, is it when, uh, this, no, 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 I'm sorry. It might be two with, uh, John Wick two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, uh, and with, Santino when he's like you do this because you love revenge Mm -hmm. like you're not doing this because you're doing this because you love revenge and you know what who are you without revenge or whatever and um that's a really good question Mm -hmm. um does he really want to be out of the life because when given the opportunity the very simple opportunity to um not die He's like, no, I'm not going to do that. He goes back into it. Uh, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. I mean, how do you guys handle spoilers on this? It'll, oh, it there are matter. no. It, we're, if you are listening to this, we you assume you've watched the movie. Assume you watched the movie, or want to hear us talk about it. In which case, you're fine with spoilers. That's the way it goes. Yeah, no, we yeah. don't, we don't okay, give a shit it. about yeah. that. Yeah, no, okay, that's go for not. It. Go you for can't. It. Daniel says, and I totally agree with this. And one, it's one of the reasons why he stopped writing film reviews is because uh, entertainment news nowadays they just want you to say like it's a great movie. They don't really want you to get into it because they don't want you to spoil it. But you mm. can't really, really. Crit- um, critique a film without talking about all of the film. Yeah, like to the I think you can't talk about how two and three are one giant thing without talking about like the end of two, how it picks up right at the beginning of three. Yep. Um, I love it. I mean, I really see these these total through lines. Like, and it's mentioned a couple times in dialogue offhand, but one has more of like a complete end, and then two picks up, and then of course there's that cliffhanger. But overall, chronologically, the story together takes like a few days, a couple weeks. Like it's all just one compact thing. Like, Angelica Houston has, like, a toss-off dialogue in 3 about, like, all the chaos you've caused in the past few weeks. Like, they're really, like, tight. It's not like a lot of time passes between 1 and 2, even. And then, of course, when you pick up right in the middle, right in that moment, at the beginning of 3, from the end of 2, it's it's very, this this really cohesive cohesive thing. Um, strung together with, like, increasingly pyrotechnic and dynamic fight scenes and shootouts that are just really gorgeously lit. They are and gorgeously they're, lit, and the choreography oh, is it's just outrageous Out like, like every control. time like you've seen yeah it's you're you're like oh my god these these are like these are the action I movies love that the are, sounds yeah. they make <laughs> these i think are the action movies that are pushing other action movies out there to like raise up their game right now yes. because they're so good and popular and so well known like i mean you've got other action franchises out there like my favorite one of my favorites is probably mission, mission impossible but like shows like that have to keep like upping their game each time because you get 
movies like John Wick, and they have this like amazing choreography. And one of the reasons it looks amazing is because they cut way less than usual. So you watch the whole fight play out. You're not stuck with like edits. It's also directed by it's directed a by choreographer. Stunt, yeah, choreographers and stuntmen who know what they're doing. Totally. Um, and you've got Keanu Reeves who knows how to do this work with these guys for the past 20 years. So, uh, and the way it's shot, like the, the, the cave shootouts, I mean, the Hall of Mirrors stuff, the, the glass boxes, the way they play with light and the way people just run around, like, they're really, really gorgeous fight scenes. Like, you would think, if you just described to somebody, it's two hours of, like, a lot of fight scenes put together. Like, on paper, you're like, how is that even a movie or compelling? But you watch it, and you're like, this is gorgeous and yeah. amazing, and, like, nothing else looks like this. It's like a very violent ballet. It like, is. It's, uh, totally, totally. It's funny it's that you bring up totally. the ballet, because mm-hmm. they have that in, mm-hmm. three. in three. I mm-hmm. loved, um, I also loved the very quick cameo by John Leguizamo, who's like, geez, John, I thought you liked your car. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, the engine's about to fall out, and I don't know if you noticed, but there's a crack in your windshield, and it's just shattered. Like, I just fucking loved that. And, And then I saw, you know, his sad face when he gets the the excommunicado. I do want to talk about my favorite thing. I don't I don't know what it is about it that I love it so much. There is and Daniel I think is coming around to my to seeing how I feel about it. But Never. Like, what? there's a weird um throwback and I think it may have to do with like there's a weird throwback in technology in these movies. They use a lot of landlines mm-hmm. and they use a lot of um, like Nokia phones. Nokia phones. Like slide up in slide weird up ways. Phones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the and the the high tables, like I don't know if it's like their comm center or whatever, is so fucking insane and amazing. It's all these women and some men um, who are dressed like 1940s phone. Um, uh, like imagine Lily Tomlin mm-hmm. when she was in her little um, like phone operator, phone yeah. operators. You know where they're plugging stuff into the. But who wall. are also an emo but they're bands. super tattooed <laughs> yeah. and have like all piercings all over, but their hair's done and their little mm-hmm. you know do, and they'll be like, um, they'll get a, a they'll get a message or they'll get a phone call and it'll be an actual phone phone with mm-hmm. that you dial a landline a land yeah but but I'm even saying, oh yeah like, like in like a little they the, dial the ring, it uh, circle yeah. and mm-hmm. and that lady was like you know john wick excommunicado in two, two hours and everyone's like writing stuff down and typing and stamping chalkboards, and yeah. chalkboards putting, yeah. chalkboards putting mm-hmm. stuff through the the um the air tube things mm-hmm. and it's fascinating to me that they blend this um new bizarre world with the old um and they're using even these super old old computers mm-hmm. calling this number calling this number and then everyone's little nokia phones start going like and i'm like what the fuck is going on yeah. this is so weird but i love it i really really i love the old lady who's all tatted up yeah, and is I, the one that I, does all the talking i think it's a couple of reasons i mean and and probably someone should weigh in too like i think it's so that they can Come up with something that like looks visually unique, like so it stands out as their own thing, and also isn't quite as tightly tied to a given time frame. Yeah. Like you can watch these movies in ten years and know they came out in like the mid teens, but they aren't. There's no like technology or phone or computer or specific aesthetic that ties it to this era. I don't think. Strangely, The Matrix is a little bit like that as well. Mm-hmm. Where, yes. like, they mm-hmm. intentionally mm-hmm. made it kind of a timeless time. Yeah, like he's got this sw- slick cell phone, but also there's like CRTs everywhere. Exactly. Like, Steampunky kind well, of they, stuff. They yeah. blend very analog mm-hmm. things. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Like, to your point, 
if, if that had just been like a collection of hackers with computers like updating the kill list like how uninteresting would that have been exactly it's and it's a little bit like this is going to be a weird reference a little bit like royal tenenbaums where you're like this everything in this house and the way Mm -hmm. y'all operate is extremely like 50s and 60s -hmm. but it's also current time like it's all those things that he mixes in that detail that makes it where it it's nice because you don't have to worry about like well, is it 2019? Like, where's Trump? It's yeah. like, you don't yeah. care. Yeah, like, it's, 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 it feels like its own world. Exactly. You know? It which, does, yeah, which like, is why there are no cops. Exactly, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. They uh, never even focus on, like, yeah, they car models. Been fired. Like it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's its own kind of world that, that gets increasingly ornate and kind of crazy on its own terms. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so two, uh, two I really, really liked, and I really liked the way they introduced, introduced a lot of stuff. I love... I just, oh my god, I love Ian McShane. I just, oh. mm-hmm. and I'm really excited about the uh, the Continental um, the show. show, which is going to be a prequel, and Keanu is is slated to show up in it. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I don't, didn't know that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. It may be more like a Bradley Cooper when he came uh, yeah. on to uh, Limitless. Oh yeah, like on episode one. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I also have no limits. Bye. And yeah. like, he just collects his check. <laughs> it's just basically a way to get ratings for that first <laughs> that, episode. That may sure. be. Exactly. That may be no, the case. But idea. it's going to be a prequel, which okay. I think will be fucking rad. Yeah. And um. Uh, I love the Continental. I love Winston as a character. I love how he cares about John. Um, we are gonna have to touch well, on that. I know that, but you're asking me about two. Oh, so I know. All right, so I'm sorry. saying I love how he cares about John. He gives him an hour. He knows it's gonna cost him, mm-hmm. but I also think you know he plays a long, long game. I think the person in the end who really, really cares about John mm-hmm. is Charon, is Lance Reddick. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think he's the one who in the end is like, this is my guy and yeah. I'm, and I'm down and I'll take the dog if something happens to him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there you go. That's how I feel about you. Did you, mm-hmm. okay. So a couple questions mm-hmm. in the Wick universe for me, yes. for you track and Dan answer as well. Uh, can't talk about a Wick movie without talking about your favorite kill or kills. Mm. Uh, Fuck. now everybody loves the pencil kill. Uh, <laughs> when Joker did pencil kill mm-hmm. in Dark Knight, that mm-hmm. was everybody's favorite moment. I'm going to make this pencil disappear. Yeah, that was now. Intense. If you remember in the original John Wick, when they talk about they talk about him killing three people with a pencil, with a pencil. Mm-hmm. and then and then, and then, then he Peter Stormare talks about it. He goes, he killed three people with a pencil. Yeah. And so then, of course, he kills two people with a pencil in yes. the. And I think they're in the Oculus in New York. Uh, the Oculus, which is, is, the, which is the big new transportation hub in downtown. Yeah, because I got to tell you, listen, we all love New York. Hooray for New York. Let's go Mets or whatever you want to say. Um, Let's go Mets. Never forget. Um, but the, I've never seen the New York transportation system look that nice in my life. When I go down into it, I'm like, oh, am I going to die down here? This is the most disgusting thing well, I've ever is, seen in my life. That is similar to the way that they describe it. You probably will die. But uh, as a... <laughs> As a now 12-year New Yorker myself, uh, the Oculus does not look like other subway stations. That's nice. Which is why they shot it there, I'm sure. Yeah, clearly. Um, so Yeah, I loved that. I'll, I'll prep you on a few you can choose from, right? Okay, so there's, yeah. the, yes, there's give the, me some yeah. choices. He walks by the woman with the violin who t- turns and pulls a gun out. Now, not much sure everyone loved choking out the woman but look one nice thing about Choke out, I don't give one a nice shit. thing about John Listen. Wick is they don't you're not particular they're no, open no. to killing anybody I'll, she's gonna listen, die if she's you're an die. assassin you're an assassin I don't give a shit if you're a woman frankly women are a hell of a lot more dangerous than men yeah man and proven in many of these uh, Wick moments so that's Indeed. one the sumo that he has to climb on top <laughs> and shoot through the so head was and incredible. who still wasn't dead who still yeah. was dead he climbs on top of him 
There's the pencil kill that kills the two guys uh, in the Oculus. There's the uh, giant in the library. There's the no, that's, that's the third three. one. That's Bobon. Oh I got, yeah, I got trivia right, on that. Sorry. So yeah, yeah. there's uh, obviously uh, Cassius, Cassius or Cashin? Cashin. Cashin. When they're walking, Common. when they're walking mm-hmm. together, shooting, and no one else notices, mm-hmm. they're shooting from across the, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Oculus, and no one, they're shooting with their. That's not, yeah. not a kill, but it's a cool moment. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course the uh, the museum, where he wipes out. You know, yeah, everyone, a hundred people, and uh, yeah. you know, but like, there's two key moments in the in the museum one because you can get a little lost in all the all the kills, frankly. Uh, well, three moments. One is the the beginning start when they all stare at him. There's mm-hmm. five guys around. He sets and stares, and every kind of everyone kind of move. The party moves back away from yes. him. Yes, and he yes. pulls kill, 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 kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the iconic John Wick kind of memes and moments is from two. It's when he's kind of, you know, the great thing about Wick is he's always kind of limping. He's yeah. always He's injured. always struggling, you know. I like God it. bless and this good. man. Yeah. I mean, but if it's when he's, he's not bloody, mm-hmm. something's yeah. wrong. So when he's walking to camera stumbling, that's kind of the Wick, mm-hmm. the totally. iconic Wick moment. And then when he reloads and lock, when he reloads and loads a chamber all with one hand with his pistol, and it looks like he's like, yeah, playing the guitar. Yeah, does mm-hmm. it pulls? Remember reaches when back. I said that? Yeah. Oh no, you weren't there. Mm-hmm. But he does the entire thing with one mm-hmm. hand, and it's just like it's mm-hmm. one of these you mentioned earlier with it. Yeah, Keanu Reeves knowing how to do all this stuff. Yeah, really makes it a lot more interesting to watch. Yes, uh, exactly. anyway. So that was a super long way of introducing different choices for you for your favorite mm-hmm. yes. kills. Man. Many many options. It's there. tough because like obviously John Wick. One of the appeals of John Wick is the gunplay. You know, like it's like got a, amazing. It substitutes gunshots for what other movies would use fists for like <laughs> instead of like having a fist fight in a bathroom he's just like shoot he shoots guys in the head left and right and is just dropping them with like one shot one kill and it's like insane so it's tough to not go it's it's tough to want to go gunplay but like man i think one of the things about like the the pencil kill is it's just like that stuff that is like they're not really gonna do <laughs> what i think they're gonna do are they and then they do it and like those are the moments that like those are the ones that are more likely to make me yell. Like, I yelled, I, yeah. I yelled loud. I, watching the John Wick movies, I have I yell more watching them than watching almost any other action movies. Totally. Like, and I mean, I just rewatched uh, Mission Impossible Fallout on a plane ride home recently, and I'm still like flinching in my seat and bobbing around because it's a great action movie. But like the John Wick stuff will make you exclaim, like yes. you can't hold it in. So like, I, those are those are the ones that I think just get me the most. The bathroom scene in. Fallout is very similar to a John Wick. Fight it's scene. very John Wick, and I would put, I would bet money that like John Wick. There's some connection on that, that bathroom yeah. scene because like very it's similar, very John Wick, both incredible. Well, it's a long scene. There's not a lot of my, cutting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. my my dreamy Henry Cavill talks about how um, he that scene was supposed to take a day, and he's like, when you're working with Tom Cruise and. Who's the... Um, Rebecca Ferguson? No, no, no. no, no the, the, oh, the director. Christopher McQuarrie. Christopher McQuarrie. When you're working with McQuarrie and Cruz, he's like, you, nothing ever takes as as long or long... It always takes longer than you think. He yeah. said, we were in that bathroom for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. They shot that for it. three fucking weeks. I believe it. It's, because they are perfectionists. It's, it's like one of the best action scenes of the decade to me. And like, his, I love that And he's pumping the fist. His, his, loads like, up his, yeah, loads his up. fist. Loads that up. was yeah. totally, he made that, um, he made that up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I did not know that was going to end up being like everybody's favorite. Everybody's and I'm like, are you moment. kidding me? You're a god. Like, yeah. why wouldn't <laughs> he we didn't because he's, he's like, I've been in here for three weeks. I don't even know if they're filming this shit anymore at a certain point. Am I even alive at this point? Yeah. Is this movie in anything else other than this bathroom yeah like i i it's tough like i think the for me it's the pencil the pencil one i think for sure because it's just like 
It's the callback. It's the callback and it's the surprise of it. Yeah. It's the the shock of it. Oh my and I, I don't love Common in most movies, but I mm-hmm. found him very likable in this. And yeah, I, I felt very job. bad for him because he yeah. was just kind of got mixed up in this, mm-hmm. doing what he thought was the right thing to do to protect his, who I guess we're supposed to be sympathetic to, sure. uh, Gianna. Mm-hmm. Gianna. Gianna. Yeah. Uh, so those fight scenes with, with he was kind of equal with John Wick in many moments. Yeah, uh, that I thought were nice. Well, yeah, because they're like they're professionals. They're like, you know, they even say that in parts of three. Like it's not personal. Like yeah, you feel bad for Common because he's like this is just my job. No, man. Common you know? said it was personal. Yeah. He, that she was his ward. Oh, oh, oh right. That's she was right. his ward. He, it was very personal for him. That's right. And that's why he wouldn't let it go. Yeah. Um, because John John's Ricky. like it was a thing I had to do this da da da, and he's like mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Like I'm gonna yep. kill you. Yeah. Um and. Uh, what I thought was interesting was when I read Wikipedia um, after I saw the movie, they had so um, Ruby Rose and Common both get killed in similar ways by having knives jammed into very important parts of their body and yeah. left there yeah. mm-hmm. to where like they're alive, mm-hmm. but if you take it out, they're gonna die. Mm-hmm. And they were conf- they were actually supposed to be back for three, which would have oh. really annoyed me because oh. like. Enough, and I really think what they did was they looked at their they looked at their cast for three, and they're mm-hmm. like, "That's a lot of mouths to feed." It would be really fucking stupid to bring back yeah. these people. Yeah. Like we already have the uh, ninjas. We don't need. It's gonna get like, unruly. It's gonna get yeah, unruly point. and silly. Yeah. And he and and how much can we ask him to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus, like we were talking about, like each one of these has been more successful than the last they're making more money but they're also costing more and you know reasons that three was the most successful yet but also cost the most because you know counter reads is making million. keep making more money now because they're successful you know they got to pay more money for Halle Berry you know and Angelica Houston so I think they're like how many people can we bring back and realistically make this make sense yeah three, yeah. three cost almost twice as much as two yeah but mm-hmm. it, it made and the that most was too. Uh, mm-hmm. Halle Berry yeah gotta be right <laughs> that was Halle Berry going Motherfuckers, I broke three ribs during rehearsal. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. You are writing me a check. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk three then. One yeah. more quick piece yeah, yeah. of trivia on two. Mm-hmm. Yes. Your favorite Peter Stormar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I don't know. played opposite Keanu in one of my favorite scenes. He plays the devil in Constantine. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, see, nobody loves that movie like I, I love do. Constantine. Yes. Yeah. I saw Constantine back in the day. He is, not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to. Oh, four? What a great. Yeah. I mean, what a cool. Thing, the interpretation of the devil where like mm-hmm. he heals Constantine mm-hmm. he pulls out pulls the tumor pulls out the tumor so that he can survive the very cool scene that when he when he does that thing where he like does his head and he goes yeah and he's like oh my son's in the other room okay and then he goes and he in blows there the th- yeah and and she and oh my god I get chills look I get chills mm-hmm. talking about it because yeah. I fucking love him he is perfect as the devil perfect yeah. as the devil and Keanu Reeves like flipping him off as he's going <laughs> yes, up to heaven. to heaven and he's like no I'm not done with you yeah. yet John Constantine yeah. and like pulls out the tumors mm-hmm. so that he'll live mm-hmm. you'll live John Constantine yeah very cool um, and he's in like the all white suit but when he comes in you only see his bare feet and there's like black, black tar, tar all over his head it's yes. like very cool they he did is a great job with that such a badass this yeah. is an awesome actor. He plays, for those of you who have seen The Blacklist, which is a great show. If you like James Spader, oh my God. It's just like a love letter to him. Um, Peter Stromari plays, um, I'm totally making up his last name. I, I know, know, we've butchered that. We, we well, act like we know sorry, movies. We're like, Peter Stromar. Stromare. 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 Is that it? He's also from a stage movie. name. His, his, his birth name is Rolf Peter Invar Storm. He's Swedish. He should have gone by Storm. Peter Storm is a pretty uh, Peter Storm. Russian a cosmonaut name. in Armageddon. 
big Michael Bay guy. He's in a lot of. Yes, he's in, he is. Oh, he's in wow. Bad Boys yeah. Two. Uh, I anyway, we can love, we can get to the part yeah, of Lebowski, I, My Report. He always has that little bit of sense of humor, that yeah. little bit of humor. But he's a really good bad guy in in the blacklist and I just think that he anytime I see his name I'm like well I'm gonna love this okay so yeah. sorry I took us away on no, that no. tangent there no that's, that's what, we do. what this podcast is uh, okay well fair enough yeah. do you not listen to the podcast uh, no I'm very familiar <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, I'm very <laughs> familiar yeah. this is awkward this is how it goes <laughs> uh, alright John Wick 3 yeah John Wick 3 yeah. Parabellum 3 uh, 3 starts in the middle like cause he gets he gets kicked out and made excommunicado at the end of 2 so it ends on kind of a cliffhanger which I thought it was cool because John Wick 1, he fights through all those guys and, and gets his revenge and kills the people that are coming after him and kind of settles the score. And it would have been a little too samey if John Wick 2 had ended the same way. Like he fights his way, kills the guys and blah, blah. So by killing the guy on the grounds of the Continental, who and the bad guy was playing him smart. He's like, I'm hiding out in the Continental. You're not going to break the rule. And then, I'm never going to yeah, leave. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so then he gets kicked out and made excommunicado, so it ends in a totally different note. And so three, they were like, let's just pick up in that moment. Like, his hour is still ticking down. He's not quite yet excommunicado. He's running. So, like, the first first third is, like, for sure tense because he's just been declared excommunicado, and he's got to make it to a safe house. Say excommunicado one more time. Oaks come on care. Excom condon. Condon. Excom. Excom. Yeah. He's trying to make it to the New York Public Library. That's right. Yeah, so he can get his uh, stuff because he's hidden He's hidden some, mementos gear. He's hidden in, some gear there. Yeah, yeah, that he needs to get to the safe house, uh, the, the Russian Ballet Theater. Um, so yeah, he starts off run, run, running, and then doesn't really stop. Like, he just... Yeah, he, I mean... Three, it's a chase movie the whole time. Three is basically him trying to get to the top of the top of this underworld to get yeah. a blessing to Which get... Which takes, like, two-thirds of the movie. Correct. Yeah. It's uh-huh. basically his... his mm-hmm. In a nutshell, his mm-hmm. goal is to get... Uh, he's forgiven to to... by the head of yeah. the the council. Yeah, like, like Saeed he, Tagmaoui. He's he's who you'll recognize. You'll he's recognize. been in a ton of You've stuff. You've seen him in a. He's ton a great of that things. guy. This he's, movie's filled with that guy. Yeah, he's a great that guy. Um, but he's yeah, it's a chase movie. So John Wick's like, how I got to go as high up the chain as I can to get to this guy, explain my situation, and you know get some amnesty, get bought back in, and then uh, just go from there. So yeah. it's it's a chase movie where he's just on the run the whole time, and but the first. You know, the first chunk where he's still in New York is really tense because it starts just with a clock ticking down and he's run, run, running. And he's he goes to like the mob dock and gets patched up. But like the talk, the, the clock runs out. And so yep. he like has to stop getting operated on. And he has to sew himself up because the doc can't even help him anymore. But then the doc does tell him where the medicine yeah, is. Yeah, so he like the doc. He's... He has to shoot the doc at the doc's orders, so it will look like the doc didn't help him because the doc would get in trouble for yep. helping. And him do you know who the doctor is? No. He's the keymaker. Is it the key from maker? Reloaded. Fucking A, of course it was the keymaker. Lots of nice. Matrix no, crossovers. No, nice. There are so many Matrix crossovers. Don't even. Well, I mean, yeah, I can't well, there's even the guns, lots of guns. Guns, lots of guns, which I, which was my favorite quote. When I saw the trailer, I'm I'm such started, a sucker. I started laughing. I was like, I'm oh, that's such awesome. a sucker. Yeah, no, no, no. Of course, we yeah. all were. And and the fight scenes were very Matrix. The Listen, the the knife scene is so Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. They might as well have been playing. What's it? Rob Rob D. D mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah. Like it was just even hearing the shoot, 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 yeah. shoot. You mean like the knife throwing in that little narrow hallway with the guys? With all the, the museum like Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. all the, around them. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was an amazing It was an incredible. Oh it was my like, God, incredible. It was like my yeah. for for the few people that are still listening at this point, God <laughs> help you. Uh, oh no, that, they're listening. That I haven't yeah. seen mm-hmm. that I haven't seen three yet. It's like a 
if you like this stuff, mm-hmm. you just kind of sit there and make noises out of your yeah mouth you when you're you watching. You're like, oh, uh, yeah. that's what we did. Yeah. Or we grab each other and scream. Yeah. Just, oh, oh my shit. god! And people, yeah. I went and saw it the first weekend in the theater, and it's mm-hmm. dangerous because you might have people that ruin it by screaming and stuff. But True. everyone was so excited. Yeah. Yes. And I liken it to um, to a film franchise. I'm sure you the you guys are not a huge fan of, but similar. Back when the Fast and Furious was totally. at its peak, mm-hmm. and people went just to cheer and kind of yeah. yell and kind of be like, Fast and Furious. And just, yeah. It's the same kind of thing where everyone's in it being like, I'm here to watch John Wick slam this book yeah. through this guy's jaw. Like, oh my, oh my god, the just fucking excited. library kill where he like slams the guy's neck sideways over the book on the end of the table. Yeah, he was yelling, I, just, and I'd oh, seen it before, and I was like, oh. I knew it was happening, but, uh, but yeah, like it's uh, it's these that's that's a very good point. These movies are great crowd experiences yeah these are great with people yeah. yeah whether whether the people you're watching with have seen it before or not they're just like a great time uh like because you're like i'm going specifically to watch keanu reeves annihilate some guys in a creative <laughs> in a really creative way. way that's right yeah like and you're it's just a fun it's just beautiful to watch it's just really fun it's a fun fun time yeah um it's it's awesome i thought three was it was great like uh i had a blast watching it last night like just those escalating fight scenes, like the the knife fight, and then he escapes, and then like there's, he he makes it to the guy in Morocco who like runs the the elder the, the elder who runs like the smelting place, which is some of that world building I think you were talking about. That's like where they make the coins. oh they, the coin maker yeah yeah, 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 the yeah. Coin sorry maker. yeah not the elder so, uh, coin maker guy so that's where he he so. by the way did anybody notice now mm. this may be being weird not unusual um, but at the beginning of two. Okay. They're unloading coke and all this stuff, and they have those they have those big red boxes with the you know like medallion on top or whatever, and then um, and we don't see anything else about that. But then later, when John first goes to see Winston, um, he's looking at a coin in one of those boxes from this other this random guy that we don't know, and he goes, "These look good. Let's get them into circulation." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm wondering. Is there something going on there that is that like counterfeit? uh, counterfeiting? Maybe is I don't know. It, I don't I, know. I just I, wondered. I thought that might have been just more that world building because, like, you see John Wick one, and he like smashes open the floor of his basement and pulls out all his old weapons, but not only old weapons, but like special gold coins to get you into the underworld. Yeah, and so you're like, what? Because like the next question is like. Who's making these coins, well, man? Jerome, Which they try to answer. Well, Which they try to Jerome do. Jerome yeah. Flynn, yeah. who Jerome Flynn? Yeah. Oh my God! I mean, I know those Game of Thrones people are all just squealing. Yeah, yeah totally. I'm one I, of them. He's I one of the great characters. Plays from, blonde. Mm-hmm. I love him from. Um, what's the show that I love him from? I'm looking it up right now. Oh, uh, r- r- Ripper Street. Ripper Street. Thank you. Ripper Street is fucking phenomenal. If you want to see. A really good period piece about the time that Jack, around the time of Jack Ripper in um, England, um, and Jerome Flynn is hmm. amazing in wow. that. Um, and he says these coins, it's not about monetary value; it's about what they represent. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense to me. Well, because yes. a lot of people had, I mean, that was a little fan service because one of the mm-hmm. things everyone had questions on after one, and then again after two is like, we all love this gold coin thing, but right. what the fuck do those things 
cost? Yeah, like, yeah. Where, where is they, the value? Where are they coming from? Like, sometimes like, you trade them for like very small yeah. things, and sometimes they're really big things. There's it's a like, plant somewhere yeah. making medallions <laughs> that have needles that come out of it, so you can put your blood on something. Yeah. Like, yeah. how is this happening? And so that was kind of like I felt like I need not a world world building, and it could go either way. Like that could be too ornate for you and like too much, but it also was like, hey, we're justifying to a degree some of the stuff we put in here, I didn't which like I it. liked it. Um, and then of course he has that like that whole amazing Morocco sequence where they have that major shootout to get out of. Okay. Now I want to know what, what price thinks is the, what, what were, what were the flaws in three that made you go like, all right. Oh, that's yeah. oh, well, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess there were a couple things. So I guess I was, I guess from the trailers, which were fantastic, by the way, some of the best collection of trailers, full stop. They were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for big trailer fans, like us. Uh, the, I, I guess I wanted more out of, I would call him Braun uh, from Game of Thrones, who you were just referencing. The coin maker guy? The coin maker. Okay. I thought yeah. that was kind of an interesting piece that, if I remember correctly, kind of didn't, there wasn't much to it. It was really just an no, avenue just to get... shot a dog. It was really an avenue to get... lives. Yeah, it was really an avenue to get Halle Berry in the movie. Yeah. yeah. And then I thought the dog scene was obviously another awesome addition to the John Wick lore, but mm-hmm. maybe went a little long, mm-hmm. which is strange for John Wick fight to feel like something runs long because they sure. all are long, but they're oh, great. Oh, you mean you thought the fight went long? It just went Got a little you. long. In the, you know why? why totally. They so had Halle Berry. They had Halle Berry, totally. And she has to have yeah. a certain amount of screen time, no doubt. Yeah. But then there's kind of like, he's wandering in the desert. I'm like, we've kind of taken... <laughs> I didn't I didn't like that. And like, I... he's in the desert, then he sees this guy who has all all power, the elder, and he's in this like hut in the desert. Yeah. And I'm like, we have no connection to you, really. I like agree. It, We just kind of got way out of, I think, the wick things that we liked, which is like all these different continentals around the world. And, and maybe I once no. I watch it two or, two or three more times, it all fits in. But I felt like... It just got a, it was dangerous getting a little bloated. No, I agree. I, I think you have a good yeah. point because I felt the same way too. Like they go to see the coin maker, and I, I thought that was cool that they showed how those medallions and markers 100%. actually get made. Um, uh, and it, it was totally a venue to get Halle Berry in that movie. I did like the. I do think that there was some some extra fat on that fight scene, but I thought it was awesome because I like how they went from John Wick one puppy is killed to John Wick 3 the dogs are getting revenge the dogs have body armor and are eating dudes dicks off yeah. it was like, awesome it's, it's, they were, it was I, they're so like they were like awesome. they're like fellas bring your girls the dog not only lives but fucking owns everyone like, yeah. Yeah, that's it's a good great. point yes. uh, the dogs get their revenge in 3 and are just destroying the people dogs it's great. Get their they jump into yes. a they jump into a jeep at one point and it's like when uh when the uh, when the dinosaur got Nedry in Jurassic Park, they just like destroy yeah, just, that guy and blood <laughs> just explodes inside the jeep. Um, yeah. But uh, I do think that yeah, after that, they're talking to the coin maker. He's like, "How do I find the guy?" And the coin maker starts talking in like cryptic code, like "Walk to the edge of the desert and follow yeah. the star." But that you was... cannot walk. I was like, I was like, okay. This is a poem that means when something. You see the brightest star. But then he actually it. does it. Like she drives through the desert, and he starts walking up a dune. I'm like, this cannot be how to find this guy. Yeah. And then he collapses, and they find him. And I'm like, that. I was like, when they some guy with a camel comes up and finds John Wick, and then carries him off. I was like, do they have satellites? How do they find him on that I'm particular gonna dune? Though. I'm gonna say this though. I did love that there was no. I love that in all three of these movies, there's no romance because there is no romance that belongs in this movie except the love that John had for his has for his wife. Your dead wife, yeah. And you, I was thinking, please do not bring Halle Berry in here and have them be like, our past, Former, yeah, our totally. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know no, they must have considered She it. just that fucking hates him, mm-hmm. and but owes him because he hit her daughter. At, hid, not hit, sorry. Yeah. And... Um, 
and I loved that. I love when she spits the water into the into mm. the thing and gives it to him. She's just like, no yeah. fucking die. I yeah. really don't give a shit. And well, I was like, this is awesome. I agree. It also made it feel tighter because like, okay, Halle Berry's character was introduced to get him to the coin maker and then to the big boss of the, of the high table. And that's all they needed her to do. So once she drops him off, she leaves. You don't see her again. Again, yeah. Like that's it. Like she served her story function. They don't try and like drag her along. She goes on the thing with him. She's like, because of our past, I'll go with you. It's like, no, 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 no. There's too much already going on. Like, just she's gone. We've gotten what we need out of her. She had her awesome fight scene, and we can move on now. He finds the guy that runs the high table and gets told, okay, you've got to kill Winston to get back in, mm-hmm. and that sends him back home for like the last third. And I do agree, like. When he got back in New York, it felt like it locked back in and Correct. was much more grounded. Yeah. Because when he's wandering the desert, I was like, where is this going? Yeah. I, I feel like the hallucination just, of Wayne's World, too. I think they just yeah. wanted to see a dog get shot that was wearing a Kevlar vest. Yeah. And then have him get up. And she's like, Those scenes were awesome, though. Dog. Which I looked up because I knew, I had not seen three yet, um, but I knew I knew I was like, I got to <laughs> make sure all animals are. So I went to Does the Dog Die? And it said a dog gets shot, but he's wearing a vest and he's fine. So I paused the movie and I told Tracy, a dog gets shot. He's wearing a vest and everything's gonna be okay. And she's like, "Okay, we'll see what happens." And it, but it worked out okay. And then the I dogs got their revenge. I also loved and... the horses. How he would smack the horses. <laughs> and they would kill the shit Just out of those knock guys. Knock their heads off their bodies. That was yeah. incredible. Oh I mean, that scene God. with the motorcycles is incredible. That was a that, uh, the motorcycle chase in the empty bridge. The, too, yeah. the knife fight mm-hmm. the, when he fights the two guys from the raid. Uh, mm-hmm. You know the two, the two with the ninja, the, the two yeah. brother ninjas that yeah. have like reverence for yeah. John. Mm-hmm. That is, they're what... the dudes from the raid yeah. that a lot of the fight scenes are based off of. Yeah, that's very. The raid is a super influential um, uh, fight action movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I that's the one that's like in the hotel, right? Correct. Yeah, it's it's... raid one and two. Yeah. And, it's, and it's cool. Before we we saw the movie at Alamo, I, we yeah. I saw the movie by myself at Alamo because my <laughs> wife would never go this with me. Yeah, uh, and they had a big. Two or three minute piece yeah. before that shows all the amazing mm-hmm. martial arts movies, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that from way back from fifties and sixties that they based a lot of these fights sure. on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. obviously, the raid is much Huge, more yeah. recent, yeah. but was uh, was used frequently. And those guys are from the raid, so that's yeah. like that's the well, yeah, because like, these guys that made the movie know their history, know their their stuff. Like yeah. these guys, like they've studied their their work they've been doing this for like 20 something years now so but the fangirling was the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen they they're like, like ninjas were excited John to meet John Wick, Wick. Just, yeah. this is really exciting and you're like even better than I thought and oh my god John Wick and uh, he's yeah. like I can't kill these guys and, yeah, like, that, this uh, is just fucking embarrassing he like kills that one guy who before he dies was like that was a good fight right we're friends like, yeah, yeah he's yeah. like John he, I okay up to you. <laughs> that is um, and what's his name I'm looking it up the lead bad guy is Zero I'll, I'll find out yeah, but I okay. know his name because he's been he was in uh, another Tarantino film that I love, Kill Bill. Mm. Um, Mark Dacascos is his yes, name. Yes, Mark Dacascos. He plays. Um, um, I can't remember. Uh, I'm looking it up. The, thank you, Hattori Hanzo. Hattori Hanzo. That's Hattori right. Hanzo. He makes um, the he makes the blade. He makes the blade. Yeah, and I thought he was. Um, incredible. He's great. And I love when he's like, "Is that the dog, the the famous dog?" I mean, I, I'm more of like a like a cat guy. Yeah. But like, you know, and it kind of spends. You don't expect him to be like cool. that. You expect him to be like a Santino hardass. Like, yeah, you expect him to be like, "This is my, you know, da da da." You expect him to be like typical, like he uh, comes and like sits closer to him. Yeah, and he's like, um, so you know, I think we could have been pals. Yeah, yeah. And you're like. 
It's really just another great what? moment awake when you don't realize it's going to happen. And when he gets him, was I wrong? Was he not Hattori Hanzo? Uh, no, Hattori Hanzo was played by Sonny Chiba, who well, was a classic martial artist. What the hell artist. am I thinking uh, of that he was in? Mark Dacascos, uh, was, he was in 1994's Double Dragon, so no, probably not that. No, let me see. I've got it. But um, <laughs> he's been in something that Brotherhood I've seen. Brotherhood of the Wolf? No, when would I have seen Brotherhood of the Wolf? It's pretty cool. Here. Let me just... That could be on our next pod. Yep. It doesn't it's matter. It's French. It doesn't matter. Le I've Pat seen it before in something. Um, mm-hmm. But I liked it when uh, John finally got him. Like, he he disabled him. He did all this stuff. And I find, I turned to Daniel and I go, is he going to be like the Black Knight? Like, you know, yeah. cut off all... <laughs> I'll bite your leg! Like, it was ridiculous. He couldn't do anything, but he was still like, John, man, I'll just... Just give me a second. I'm going to get back up. And he's like, okay. okay. You recognize him, I bet, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. He played Guerra. He also was the chairman on Iron Chef America. No, no, no. no it was, that's it what they. That's what everyone knows him from. Is that's yeah. what. He, sorry, that's right. That's what people knew him from. That he yeah. came in as. But see, Iron I know Chef. him as Agents Because when you first find him, he's at the sushi restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know him as Agents of uh, Shield because mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with that. And show. once he once John goes through one of those glass panes or those glass stands, they're like, oh <laughs> man, he's going through every single one he's of going them. Through yeah. Yeah. And didn't you think at a certain point I was like so. This is gonna end. I mean, like he can't just keep getting smashed through these things, He's and then he just keeps getting up. up and I'm bloodied. like, God yep. damn, man! Yeah, it's John motherfucking wick. And that's thing, like, I I thought <laughs> I did think in three, like there was one of the things that I think three suffered from a little was like later Die Hard movie syndrome, which is like it's not just he gets beat up, but like he can survive kind of ridiculous things. Yes, like, like John Wick survives a lot through all three movies, but then at the end of three, when Winston shoots him. To, for like a lot of reasons, I think Winston also Multiple knows. Multiple times, I think I think Winston knows John Wick can survive and is like getting him out of his hair, but like acting like he didn't help him. But John Wick falls off a building, hits like a roof and a fire escape, and lands on the concrete and like lives, lives. Like no. they wheel him off because he can't walk, but like he's he's alive. I kind of like, called shenanigans. Dude, on that. yeah, that you, was a crazy ending. How did you live through that? I thought I thought they would have like put somebody else in like a mask or something i don't know like how's like how did this how did they live how did he live i don't know I that kinda, was a little too that crazy i called shenanigans on yeah, I, and, me too. It, and it sounds like price you don't think winston actually cares about john you think it's more about the continental oh good question uh yeah. we should let's talk ending yeah let's talk ending theories yeah. uh wait can we talk about how we all wanted the adjudicator to die <laughs> hated her so much oh them, hated them hated them so them, much them. them that's right they are not uh, hated them so much uh so annoying. They just kept walking around like, I'm do this and we can do this. I'm like, oh, please just shoot. Also, shoot them how right did now. they know everything? Yeah. Right? They're like, here's the gun. I'm like, how did you get that gun? Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Uh, uh, they, they annoyed the fuck out of me. And yeah. if you've seen Billions on Showtime, which is a really good show, um, they're in that as well and also incredibly annoying, but I think they're supposed to be. Oh, yeah. but that's why they this that's why they were casting Kate, this according to the directors. Kate they, Asian they, liked, they liked billions. Kate that would Asia, make sense. Kate Asian D- Kate or it's either Asia Kate Dylan or Asia Kate Dylan. Asia Kate Dylan, um, mm-hmm. who I have an enormous amount of respect for playing the first non binary um, major character in a show mm-hmm. um, in history. Mm-hmm. Kick ass. And um, but Ju- and so perfect for this role as the adjudicator, you hate them so much. I did love mm. though when they called, <laughs> first called, um, Winston and was like, "You know that you can't," and he just hangs up the phone. Yeah, yeah. It was very Peppa Pig. Yeah, he's like, like oh, Daniel gonna, said, I'm gonna, this is later just right now. No. boop, boop. Yep, hanging up. So, 
Ending theories. Ending theories. Okay, so I mean, I think we're probably in the same boat. So for people that haven't seen this, <laughs> major spoilers coming up here. Yeah. Uh, so I think Winston intentionally shoots John where he thinks John can survive. Mm -hmm. The hole in that theory is exactly what you just described, which is he falls off the roof. It'd be yeah. one thing yeah. if he popped him there. And he fell over. Because there is, there is a long line of... Just like when he shoots the the doctor, uh, the people being when Halle Berry shoots uh, Wick, like mm -hmm. people shooting people not to kill. Yeah, but the adjudicator would have gone over and checked. I mean, they went over to check. But she goes over and checks. That's not. But Winston's goal is getting in, in my in this theory anyway, is that he has got to shoot John to get the adjudicator off his back. But he knows a pissed off John Wick, collected by the Bowery King, who mm -hmm. was ready and right there to mm -hmm. grab him and bring him under yeah. is going to be a great way to take down the high council. Right. And so yeah. that, which is Winston's ultimate goal after being fucked by those guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm worried though, like, cause I was, I was thrown at the end because, you know, John Wick survives and uh, Jason Manzoukas wheels him off to, to Lawrence Fishburne and Lawrence Fishburne's like, I'm pissed. Are you pissed? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I wish to make sure you're pissed at like the high table, not like Winston for doing this. Like, do you think he knows that Winston was doing what I he had Winston to do? I think Winston orchestrated it with the Bowery King. Okay. Okay, like off, oh, you do? Like yeah. off, like no, off I think it was, a, it was a team okay. up. That's okay. how they knew. Yeah. Nice. That's how the Barry King knew what no, was going to happen and win. Yeah. So they I scooped him up. I hope this isn't one of our Matrix Reloaded where we no, no, come no. up with a really great idea and, and then, then it, it bombs. Just no, I think, they, uh, I think that they're <laughs> Winston's end goal is to have yeah. John and the Bowery King take down the High Council. I think so. I think that I think there's a lot of validity to that because like Winston and John clearly were like on the same page. The Judicator shows up after John kills the Head Ninja. And Judicator's like, are you stepping down? Winston says, no. And they're like, well, are you going to kill Winston? And John's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay, well, we see how this is going. So John and Winston are clearly on the same page of like being fed up with the way things have been going. Because they were following the rules, but like th then these sticklers came in and were like, they fucked with them. And they're like, well, we're not going to put up with this anymore. Um, so I, th I, yeah, I definitely think they're on the same page. And I could see them like having worked off a thing like off screen, like, okay, we're, this is how this has to happen, how this has to play to look believable to the adjudicator. Yeah. Uh, and I think Winston knew like he'll survive this and get away because he shoots him, falls off the roof. The adjudicator's like, he's gone. And Winston's like, oh, what are you going to do? That's too bad. Um, yeah. But so yeah. he can look blameless because he was getting so much heat for protecting John. Yeah. So now he can look good to the adjudicators. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I. I fucking loved it. I loved uh, who is who is our our IG friend that we love so much um, who has mm. Watson. Oh, uh, Johnny Chiadini goes by Sheetbike on Instagram. Sheetbike, and he does um, really awesome. Uh, he works for a video company called Dice Breaker. That's a channel on YouTube that does uh, board games and pen and paper games. Yeah, if you want to see the dogs. I mean, boy. His dog looks just like John Wick's dog. Yeah, uh, Watson <laughs> is her name, and she is sublime. And so shout out to Sheetbike, and shout out to Watson, because we love her. Um, I mean, really, like, we will text each other, look at the new Watson picture. I'm showing Price a picture right now. You can't see it, because this is the internet, and it's just audio, but trust me. No, don't trust him. He's not showing it to me. That's no. not right. <laughs> That's see? Watson. That looks good. Yeah, she's right? a little more brown, mm -hmm. but, but yeah, she's still like perfect. John Wick's dog. Uh, yeah, I, I am eagerly, I'm mad that it's going to be a year and a half before we get to see another one. And I wonder if that's because he's going to be working on 
The Matrix, Matrix Four. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and they or uh, Bill and Ted. I don't know. Yeah, or see, both. He's. They're working on Bill and Ted. They're they're either shooting now or done shooting. But they've I been think working on done it. Done shooting. Uh, yeah. John Wick Chapter Four is set to come out in May of 2021. That's literally yeah. what I Prime said earlier. Prime time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I. It was uh, a couple more pieces on on three. How alarming was it? At least in the theater, there was a gasp when uh, they, you know, the, the, the henchmen come to storm the Continental, mm-hmm. and they take their, you know, everyone is so accustomed to John Wick doing chest shot then head shot, yeah, yep, and it bounces off their heads, and yes. there was like an audible like, <gasps> yeah, from the crowd because yeah. everyone's like, oh my god, they're mm-hmm. they're like they've whip proofed, yeah, like they all have like they yeah. super so he's having their to like pull their so he's having stuff to pull their like and yeah. shoot mm-hmm. their necks, pull yeah. the helmets off or pull their visors mm-hmm. up, comes back in. Yeah. I need more fire firepower, yeah. more firepower, yeah, because it's that shotgun, yeah, and but just I'm... blows them away. Which and I felt the same thing because, uh, you know, Lance Reddick was like, hey, here's some good ammo. This should help us out because beat their armor. But he's having to shoot a lot, and you feel the weakness. You can't yeah. take these guys down. So, like, all the other helpers get killed, except for, like, Lance Reddick and John Wick. And so they come back in to get more firepower, load up those shotguns, and then are just blowing dudes' heads, heads and off. legs off. And it's, like, so... It's satisfying. It feels so good. You're like, oh, that's what I wanted to see. I needed to see... I needed he goes to out, see I want guys, the one-shot, one-kill. I needed to see guys' heads literally exploding, <laughs> and I did. Yeah. I remember at one point during the movie, it may have been that... yeah. It was no. It was during two mm-hmm. where uh, blood splattered the lens, lens of the yeah. camera, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, this is amazing." And he, I'm telling you, John Wick turns reloading guns into an art form. And oh when my he's god! He's reloading that, that shotgun. Yes, yes. I was watching clips of it uh, before so you guys cool. came over to, to mm-hmm. get myself jazzed up, and mm-hmm. our dad over looked over my shoulder. He's like, "Well, he he." Uh, Certainly knows how to reload that shotgun. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he does that. We yeah. should get dad gra- on the podcast. He grabs that like rag, that speed loader with just like a stack of shells, and just like racking yeah, them I don't in. Now, uh, just, how much? Did, now, wait a second. What does he have on his belt? Who is this? Well, those man? are extra extra rounds, Dad. No, well, I, I know, know this. That certainly is a lot of bullets. I know this fella. He's in those Matrix. He's in the movies, uh, the uh, the uh, uh, you you had me watch this one the the action uh, trash about the dog. That's right, Dad. Yep. Yeah, um, the lake house. Yeah, the lake, <laughs> the lake house. <laughs> I um, I also wanted to point out that the ballet, um, the whole ballet thing. There's a very important reason for that, and that is that they're going to have a spinoff movie called The Ballerina, about that girl that you saw. Um, the tattoos on her back. The tattoos dancing. on her back. Yeah. She is a, an assassin in training who's going to go after the people who like killed her parents or i don't know whatever cool which i imagine is why they didn't that. kill angelica houston angelica houston will probably be in that oh, right. with her oh cool um angelica houston i give you major props for taking that paycheck and being like motherfuckers if they want me to be in a john wick movie i'll do whatever the hell i want because she got flack for this and y'all can suck a dick because yeah. she was awesome in her she was a scene chewer and she did her thing and got paid and who cares? Yeah. She said, I don't want to be in cheesy Diane Keaton movies. I if they want me to do this, this is what I'll do. This is awesome. I'm I'm down for it. She's great. Um I did want to say, um, because this is usually the kind of stuff Daniel brings up, but I was proud of myself for it looking it up. That way. Um Chad Stahelski said that um, the director, mm-hmm. yes, the uh, some of the influences for John Wick were the good, the bad, the ugly, mm. uh, Le Cirque Le Rouge in 1970, and The Killer 1989, but mostly Point Blank um, from 1967, which I think we all need to watch now. It has fucking Lee Marvin in it. Now, come on, 
Lee Marvin is a badass. Angie Dickinson. She's Hello. talking about young Angie Dickinson, <laughs> who could suck the sorrow of a recent widow. Yep. If you listen to uh, Pat Oswalt. Pat Oswalt. Yep. Nice. Um, and uh, it's if you read the um, let me see, I'm gonna pull up like the, the synopsis of yeah. Hang on. Uh, oh, why does it have to be long? It's basically a very similar plot. Like a revenge kind of story. Yeah, the guys, the bad guys take his wife and he like goes on this, you know, revenge spree to get her back or avenge her. I don't know. Um, But I like that they used. Also, I said to Daniel at one point, I said uh, during the second film, I'm like, this feels very like spaghetti Western in a Mm -hmm. way. And then I looked it up. Sure enough, they cited spaghetti Westerns as part of their um, part of the things that that helped me. Inspired them? Inspired them. Yeah. And then in three, they just put him on a fucking horse. Yeah. When that happened, they were like, like we're okay. just going to put him on we're a horse. Lean into it. Yeah. Lean into it. Give him a gun. Exactly. Put him on a horse. Yeah. Rawhide. Also, point blank, just by the way, is rentable on Amazon and iTunes for like three bucks. We will be so, renting Just adds up. It's, 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 it's gettable. So it's gettable. Check it out. Uh, one other piece of trivia for mm-hmm. yes. JW3 here. Uh, the book scene villain. Oh, huh. Is, Oy, it's a, it's a is Boban bon, Domjanovic, Bonjanovich, who is a current NBA basketball player, and he is so tall that makes sense. He was he's that very he's a, tall. He's a bit of like a he's a bit of like a hero amongst the like NBA nerds, like all of, like myself. Uh, he's a really funny guy, and I guess somehow there's a story you can I'm sure you can Google it uh, mm-hmm. through his agent or through a friend of a friend knows a guy, and they were like, look, I know you're doing John Wick three. You you should get Boban. And he flew over and like did a reading, and they were like, "Oh, he's perfect for like the John Wick universe." And that's huh. the first fight scene. And they were like, "We wanted to put him in a really tight. We wanted to see what would happen if John, Serbian. yeah, Serbian. What would happen if John fought someone that big in a very tight space? Yeah. He is seven foot four. Seven foot. Yeah. So they put him in those in, in the, uh, you know, the bookshelves in the library. Yeah. And they were like, "What would happen if you fought in these tiny quarters?" He comes around that corner. And the camera uh, moves, cranes up behind him to look over his shoulder, and you're like, this guy's enormous. Yeah, I love it. John's like, do you really want to do this? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, and then he sees the book. It's amazing. It's incredible. He is the center for the Philadelphia 76ers. That's right. Yeah. Huh. He's he's huge. He's giant. And apparently, yeah, NBA Twitter favorite. Yeah, to NBA Twitter favorite. That's right. Weekly, yeah. Yeah, and he's very funny, uh, and he's very tall. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was great to see him and, and John Wick. That, oh, that's good trivia. Uh, and they, uh, yeah, the direct, director, Chad Stahelski, said they were uh, inspired by... I thought so. Uh, Meltooth Bond villain Jaws. Yes. I for thought this role. so. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. so. Nice. Which... I, which remind he reminded Again, me of that too. More Bond. He shows up as like this feels very Bondy because he's enormous, got that big jaw and that weird haircut. Yeah. And I love too like he shows up and he's like he challenges John, um, and John's like the hour's not up yet, and he's like who's gonna know? And John's like are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. And he's like yeah why not? And they he just goes for it and he does what they do one of the things I love in the fight scenes, which is so often they're unscored. It's just the fight and yes. the noises and the the brutality. And they just, make those sounds. Yeah, like, he just hey, clubs him, yeah. and you're like, "This is getting rough." And then he just cracks his neck with that book. Like it is, Mm-mm. it's yeah. insane. It's you serious. and I just it's, yelled. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's so great. It's a great fight scene. Him in those little tiny, the yeah. tiny desk area. And again, they're fighting in the library, and no one notices or no says anything. Yeah. It's just like, oh, the second floor. That's where all the fights happen. Like, yeah. that's, it's okay. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. Um. No, I just I I loved it. I, I'm I'm can't wait for four i'm very excited yeah, i had a great time 
I had a great time. This was this was a total blast. Like very I, happy that the dog's okay. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Like it's it looks great. It's fun to watch. It's a total blast. Like they're creating this crazy world. Great characters. Great cast. Like it's a really fun movie. It is and very mm-hmm. very 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 rewatchable. If only totally because you can kind of pick it up now at mm-hmm. any point in mm-hmm. two or three or yep. even one. Yeah. And yep. you're like, oh, I love the museum fight, or I love the catacomb fight, yes. or I love it when he fights with Common, or yes. I love it when he does this the the knife fights coming up, yep. or like yep. it's oh my god, the guy that gets the knife through the eye. He totally. Yeah. Yeah. That was oh, and then gnarly. he we forgot <laughs> the knife fight happens and people are just. Oh, uh, uh, in the theater and then it ends and everyone kind of yeah. everyone kind of takes tries to catch their breath and then John throws the axe and everyone's like yeah. oh yeah. my god guy, well that guy started moving and Tracy was like just pick up the gun and shoot him and he just like <laughs> flings that axe it just thunks into his head like a coconut and the guy flaps over John like, just oh, he always god. looks so exhausted and he's just like ugh yeah, like, gets yes. that axe yes fucking insane it's yeah. amazing it really is it's, it's, it's amazing it's not, it is the least like if, if I was ever gonna have to recommend like a hardcore action movie to someone mm-hmm. that doesn't like action movies, and I had my full reign, mm-hmm. it would be Die Hard, mm-hmm. or it would be this. Yeah. Totally, I would. Yeah, I'd say jump into John Wick One. Like, I mean, I still think uh, I love the the club shootout scene in John Wick One, where he first he like infiltrates the club, and like you know the bad guys like down in like the little spy area down below. Oh, it's like, and, like he has to like John shoot Wick. his way like through. I just yeah. love that. Which love is that Ancient sequence. Air Bathhouse uh, that Sally and I go to in New York. Get out. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. And yeah. it's extremely cool. And you're in there the whole time and Sally's trying to enjoy herself and I'm like, this is where John Wick was and this is where the bad guy was and he, well, he was maybe over here and this is where John comes see, down and, and see, this me. wasn't there. Th- this is where the towels were and like she's like, yeah. sit down. Yeah, like, that's... You're not with me. Please, yeah. God, stop that's talking. Daniel but it's a real John. place. Yeah, that's me. I'm like, I'm like, this is where this movie happened. Yeah. I'm like, that's where like, we went to New Mexico years ago and I was like, let's go look at Breaking Bad filming locations. She's I mean, like, really? I'm I was... like, let's go to the house where we're Walter White lived. We just parked let's across the street and took a let's picture. Let's throw a pizza on the roof. Yeah. I mean, I was shooting yeah. in Prague and I spent one of my off days going no, to find awesome. Mission, Mission Impossible. I would do that in a heartbeat. I would have done that He's like second. super obscure no, Mission Impossible locations. Yeah. Mission Impossible, again, great movie and one of my like one of my favorite modern action franchises. Listen, we can down. all agree that Tom Cruise is that shit crazy. The, list but the, is in the man open. is charming as fuck Those and can great make movies like you have like you cannot believe he can't I'm like how are you not dead? I mean we should really do what we usually do next time is a marathon on Mission Impossible oh my god I love and those let's do all, all I, like I did that I did that myself over the past like throughout this year I rewatched all six movies just cause some I hadn't seen in a long time two still not good but I love everything else yeah. one three four five six they're just great yep, yep, love yep, them yep. The, only, the only redeeming value of two is the very sexy Dougal Scott. Yeah, Dougal. Yeah, but you can just like Google a picture of him, and you're like, "That's that's it." You that's true. Experienced everything. Call me Dougal. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are great movies. All right, so I feel like we are uh, John Wick two and three. Hell two yeah, three. great movies. Great yeah, movies. John, High marks. Yeah, get in, get into it. See them. They're get rentable. They're viable. See For me, I am not a like Daniel can tell you. Like a lot of times, violence really upsets me. Totally. But this is over the top violence. Yep. So it's to me, it's like American Horror Story violence, where I'm like, well, clearly no one would bleed that or much. Or like, like, or like you've said the same thing about Kill Bill. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm just like, this is fine. Yeah. Like, like I'm fine with this. I love watching that guy's head explode. Yeah. This is great. It's so bananas. It's like operatic. It's yes. not. It's not like upsetting yes. or body horror or like really real creepy. It's like it's cartoonishly violent and yes. fun and kinetic. Like it's yes. a totally different experience. That's yes. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. rock on. Rock on. Thank you for yeah, thanks, for joining you got it, us. Gang. First um, guest. 
For, no, he's our. Uh, he's been the guest. Before. But with me on the show, that's, that's right. true. That's that what was, matters. I was hosting prior. Yeah. Now I'm Bryce guest. stepped in for me. People yeah. were like, "Hey, bring that guy back." I'm like, "Tough, it's me." <laughs> yeah, they were like, "He we like doesn't that live other here." Guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what uh, you get. So you know, we're we're around, uh, not seeing this pod. Um, you, we would really appreciate it if you would um, subscribe and review us. Um, if you actually give us a written review on iTunes, it really, really helps us with the you know whole algorithm thing. And it's uh, not seeing this pod on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on not your mom. This, I don't know. That's not right. Not seen this pod <laughs> at gmail.com. Yes, feel free to write us and tell us how much you really don't like hearing us talk this much about John Wick. I don't care. This is free. You push play. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. didn't make you. Nope. Did We're you not. download this? That's your choice. But if you would like to pay us, uh, please join our Patreon. Good not seeing this pod. I know, I'm really good. Nice. Not seeing this pod and become one of our patrons. Uh, we love you, and this ain't cheap for us. So no. we do this out of the love of film and you. You bet. Um, and, uh, and with that, I say we do our hell yes. Let's do it. Hell yes. Let's let our guests go first. Okay. Right. Uh, shit, I might screw this up. All right. My hell yeah. They that. only told me about my hell yeah before we started, so I've only been thinking about John Wick. Well, I don't uh, know how you screw up a hell yeah. Okay, so my hell yeah, uh, is since I've been on break, I've finished almost the, my wife and I have finished almost the entire third season of The Crown. I'm sure oh. The Crown is well known by everybody. Mm-hmm. This is not a surprise, but I think a lot of people had their reservations coming into the third season because it was an all-new cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fucking fantastic nice. again. Nice. Uh, and I she thought it would take. Treasure. I thought it would go down. So in three, they don't focus on her as much as one and two. And mm-hmm. each Charles. of the episodes is someone around an oh. episode on Charles, an episode on Philip, uh, an episode on on Marge, who I call Marge. Uh, yes. It's. All the actors crush. There's a, an actor that you guys would know who plays Philip now. I know, and people were wondering if he was going to be able to do it He's because of Outlander. Fucking fantastic. Yeah, but they were worried because he plays this. Well, he plays two roles, but he plays a super rapey bad guy on okay. Outlander, and they were like, "Are you going to be able to play Philip?" And I'm like, "Listen, is Philip that great a guy? He'll be yeah. fine. Don't worry about it." Uh, it's. I mean, this season especially is. It was always very well shot, but it's gorgeous. The music is incredible. Like. It's re- that's a good hell yeah. Extremely impressed nice. with this. I have never I have never seen any of the Crown, and so, I now need to check it. So out. let me. I'm really so, kind of surprised yeah. that Price has seen a hundred percent. So <laughs> my wife was watching the first season. This is back years two years ago when it came mm-hmm. out, and I was just keeping an eye on it. And I would kind of it, it, mm-hmm. who who is that? I thought this guy didn't like that guy. What who's that person? Right. Is she related? So you were being dad. I was being yeah. dad because but it was good enough for me to be like, well, wait a second, who who is that? And once you got into it. The show is nice, very, very, very good. I think there's and a reason they won all these awards for you know meatheads like me like <laughs> to like it. That's that's a that's a high mark. So that's my awesome. hell yeah. It's the third season of The Crown. Very nice. nice. Didn't slope down. If anything, might have gone up. Well, awesome. yeah, you've got yeah, I gotta the check that Academy out. Award-winning Olivia, Olivia Coleman, Coleman, who Great is cast, a goddamn yeah. treasure. She's awesome. All right, cool. sir. All right, my hell yeah is uh, just geeky as hell. I'm gonna go with it. Um, it's a video game that I'm playing right now where you get to be a Jedi. It's not that you got to go on an amazing Parisian... No, I want to hear about the video game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Paris, Schmaris. You've seen the Eiffel Tower in pictures. Uh, no. I went to I went to Paris. It's great. Uh, if you have I'm to, teasing you. If I'm you go, you. eat some bread. It's amazing. But no, I'm playing uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, where you get to play a Jedi. It's set before episode four, so you, were, you survived the purge at the end of three, and you mm. helped rebuild the Jedi. And you... I mean, it's... It's 
the fantasy of everybody who grew up my age is like, I would like a lightsaber. And this game is like, we will let you do that. So it's just run around, kill dudes with your lightsaber, push stuff with your mind. You're like, it's just exactly what you wanted to play as a kid. Like, it's just, it's really fun. And I'm having a great time. And you have yeah. a little droid that rides on and your you back. And you have a little droid that rides on your back and throws you health power-ups and, like, displays mm-hmm. your map. Mm-hmm. It's super fun, Star Wars. Um, I just started it, like, yesterday, but I'm having a really good time with it because it's all I wanted. I was like, I just want to run around with a lightsaber yeah. and yeah. I'm gonna be a to, Jedi. I'm going to have to invest in that. It's, it's, it's just what I wanted. So that's my hell yeah. I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just kind of go along that road and say my hell yeah is the mandalorian um if you haven't if you don't have disney plus just get disney plus for this that's like, why that's, we got it we got it and then we were like oh let's watch bed knobs and broomsticks but like you get it for the, <laughs> the man- soccer scene's worth it right get, yeah exactly <laughs> you get it, that is price and, oh my, if you are a manford you know the soccer team use the soccer scene in, in bed knobs and broomsticks very very well yeah. um i uh I absolutely love The Mandalorian. I love all the actors in it. I think that um, Pablo... Um, uh, uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Pascal. Mm-hmm. Why did I, what was I saying Pablo? Oh, because I was thinking legend because he of, played... Legend of Narcos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He is so, so, so good as The Mandalorian. His voice, I mean, is amazing. Uh, everything he does. But what I love about The Mandalorian is what we all love about The Mandalorian, and that is Baby Yoda. Yep. Now, yes, they just call it the child, and it is not actually Baby Yoda, but that's what it is, is Baby yeah, Yoda. Yeah, that's the name. And it's the fucking goddamn cutest thing that has ever existed on this planet. And it's out of fucking control when he, like, little tweedles out and tries to heal the Mandalorian. And he's just like, no, picks him up and puts him back in his little basket. And then when he like lifts up the big rhinoceros animal with his little Jedi powers, and then he passes out to take a little nap because he can't do it. When we watch it, she loses her shit. I lose my mind. He's the fucking cutest thing that I've ever seen. And I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't whatever, but I I do also think it's really funny. I told Daniel that I that I had looked into it, and Disney was like, "Oh fuck, okay, we can't if we release toys, if we release toys for um, the Mandalorian, it's gonna be leaked, and people are gonna find out about Baby Yoda, and we don't want to give that away." But now they're frantically trying, and to... now yeah. they're hysterical hysterical because people are losing their minds and they're not going to have anything hasbro said until 2020 which means they've lost the whole christmas rush yeah which um but i mean you said you read that article which is a good point like if they wanted to like try to design the toys the uh, the designs would have leaked everybody would it's like how it's like how everyone knows the specs of an iphone before they even announce everybody would have known but anyway i listen if you just need to feel good then Mm -hmm. you just need to watch baby yoda and for those listening, Dan and Tracy have not seen episode three of The Mandalorian. Not yet. And, oh, man. Yeah, we've only seen the first two. Are you in for we a trap? <laughs> yeah. You have no idea what's coming. It's going to be awesome. We're, we're <laughs> yes, sure. we're very so. excited. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Cool. Thank you, Price. Yeah, happy and, to be here. Uh, Thanks for having me. This was awesome. This I don't great. know what music I'm going to go out on. I may find we'll some. figure something out. Maybe I'll do the. Uh, let's, do, uh, let's do Rob D. We could do Rob D. We could do, uh, yeah, we could do Rob D. That's a good idea. I guess it's more of a Matrix thing. Mm-hmm. What were you going to go well, with? Well, I was going to go out with the... Perfect. Perfect. It's Car... car D. It's a... Mm, no, that's much better. Cardi B. 
Yes, it's Cardi B. Mm-hmm. It's Cardi B going. It's Limp Biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're know, good. That hot dog water. Limp classic, <laughs> classic, classical music from oh, Cardi right. B and Limp mm-hmm. Biscuit. Uh, so until next week when we return with, I'm going to say normal stuff, but it's us and there really doesn't exist. We'll see what the hell happens. Stuff. Yeah. This has been an extra long because it's been two movies, but we know that you guys, you deserved a little bit of, uh, yeah, it, a little bit more love from if you're us. You're back from Thanksgiving. You're not working very hard at work. Just listen to this. Yeah. And enjoy. Yeah. You're welcome. And, uh, and we'll have price back on, uh, real soon because mm-hmm. we like having him on mm-hmm. and, um, Daniel needs some help sometimes. I need a lot of help. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.